Welcome, everybody, to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. I'm Pete Wright. That there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Welcome. And we are talking about words today. Three words, but then we're going to focus on the last one. Do you ever watch what's that show? We'll build a word. We'll build a, we'll build a word. Anything? Nothing? It's Nothing. That, it's that like Sesame PBS? Street? No, it's like PBS <laughs> show about Word World. You ever watch one? Word Girl? Word World. Oh, I remember Word Girl. Uh, I'm going to have to put a link to Word World in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I will move on. Building words. Uh, We're building words today. Three very important words. Yes. And how these words affect our lives, our activity, and our productivity. Yes. What are those wonderful words? Want, have, and should. They're all pretty common words, right? right? right. I, I bet people don't think about those words very much. Probably not. So I'm going to put it in kind of context. I want to do this. I have to do this. Or I should do this. Mm-hmm. So they all three have very different meanings when you are talking about like a goal, right? So yes. I have a goal and I really want this goal or I really have to do this goal or I really should do this goal. So should is definitely going to be where we focus, right? But just to kind of make the distinctions clear, the want um, the want to do these goals things, the want area category, right, right. there's a desire there. There's clear motivation. We want this to happen. We're going to make it happen. We're more likely to make it happen and put it as a priority, right, when it's something that we really want to do. So those ones are pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to do it. You want to you want to spend time with a family member so you make sure that you, you know, schedule a lunch out next week and it's like that's just a priority. You want to do it, you make it happen. The goal is done. Uh, now these have to things um, are those things that you really don't have a choice but they have to be done. So those are kind of those icky things like paying the bills, uh. um, going to work. <laughs> now, hopefully you're in a job that you love doing so it doesn't you know, seem so bad. Um, but if you're not in a job that you like to do, that can be a definite have to, right? Uh, and then there's clear consequences if you don't do whatever goal it is or whatever um, thing it is, whether it's, you know, paying the bills or going to work. You're, if you don't go to work, you're going to get fired. If you don't pay the bills, your electricity is going to get shut off, right? Yeah, so sure. you you have to do these things. Most people can get these things done because there is a sense of urgency. It may be done at the last minute and it may not look real pretty when it gets done, um, but they get it done. Uh, now, this should is tricky because this is where there's usually a desire to do something. There's this good intention. Um, but the difference is you just really don't have to do it. And so you kind of feel like you should do it, but there isn't a consequence. And so very common, um, or a lot of times what happens is people just get stuck and they don't make any movement towards these goals. Sure. Sure. Okay. So we're going to focus on these should goals. And in the coaching world, it's sort of this question of, are you shitting all over yourself? <laughs> right? Aren't we funny? Coaches are funny. Coaches are a riot. <laughs> we are a riot. Hilarious. Uh, yes. So there's got to be some awareness because I'm all about awareness, right? 
Um, it, you know, where are you with the should? Is this something that you want to do or is it something that you're doing because you think somebody else wants you to do it? Um, and there's a, that's a big distinction because if you're doing it for somebody else and not for yourself, then the chances of you, um, really following through is going to be really slim. Right. Right. Um, because there's just no internal motivation. Uh, and so we got to be aware of, of what's important here. Why, why is this goal important? So say that it's important to you and you do have this internal motivation. We need to call out what that is. Um, why is this important to you? What, what's, how is this going to uh, make your life different or change your life in some way? And it is important that we kind of recognize what that is. You're, so you're sort ha- of taking ownership of yeah. the goal, right? I mean, not n- n- applying internal ownership of this goal. Absolutely. Uh, okay. It's important to All do. Right. Yeah. And then you have to ask yourself this question of how much do you value the goal? And the scale system works really great here when I talk to clients. Like if they've got something like, I want to lose weight, which is pretty common, or I want to eat healthy, um, or I want, I really want to get my money in order. I've heard that before Mm -hmm. too. Then I'm going to ask, you know, how much do you value this goal from, from a scale of one to 10? How important really is this to you? And so that would be my question to the listeners. You know, if you've got a should goal, that you are working towards, ask yourself, you know, what does, what number would you put on how important this is to you? Uh, and then ask yourself why you picked that number. And I know that seems kind of strange, but this is the kind of that digging in a little deeper than just kind of face value. Like, okay, I picked eight. Well, I want to know why you picked eight. Because this isn't applying a number to it. This is not a way to just like prioritize your goals. No. So this, this is trying to figure out really how important it is to you. Okay. So, Why is it so not walk a me through it. Say I, say I have an eight. Say I yeah. have a seven. Let's just say a seven splits the five to 10 difference. So I'm going to ask you, you know, what, why did you pick seven? What, what, what does that number mean to you? Well, see, my, my instinct is telling me, well, it's because I, I know it's something that, that is, you know, maybe it's important to my business or whatever, but I just don't have the time to do it right now. Other things are a higher priority. And, and that gets to the root of my question. How do you, how do you walk, get me to the other side of feeling like this isn't just a priority setting? Okay. That's a very good question because then that, that becomes sort of my next question is what is your belief that you can reach this goal. So you've put a value of seven on it, Mm -hmm. but what I'm hearing you say is that you've got some doubt that you can reach the goal because of whatever you said, (laughs) time or whatever, you know, right? Yeah. I guess that would be, that, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I I know I don't have the time to do it. Uh, and I actually am not a hundred percent sure that I have all of the resources in my own fingers to be able to do it. Um, so it it may mean I, I may need to go take some classes or, or I may need to hire, you know, another resource to take on some of this workload or, you know, I may need to, I may need to get my kids doing some sweat equity for me, whatever it is. I may not be able to do it myself. And so I guess that those things do play into my prioritization. Well, they do in the sense that, okay, but the, the, the question of how you value the goal and what the belief is that you can reach the goal are really two kinds of, of d- d- they're yeah. two different questions, right? right? Because the value is just really how important is it to you? Yeah. Not, not what's going to get in the way of you doing it, 
but how important is it really to you? And attaching a number to that, you don't have to attach a number because some people don't yeah. resonate with numbers. So you attach however you want it. Just but say, it's just I sort feel of this is really important. This is, you, this right. goal is super important to me. And because I, it would do this for me in my life yeah, forever. Right. right. But then I think what you're going to, when you start talking about priorities and what could possibly get in the way, that's when that next question comes up of, of what is your belief that you can actually reach the goal? And so it's important to, to certainly think about, you know, can, can you, do you believe that you can do it? Right. You know, and then asking yourself the hard questions. What's getting in your way? Well, Pete's saying time. I don't know if I have all the resources. Okay, so these are things that are getting in your way. Which which Um, starts to address kind of the underlying fear of approaching this goal. Right. So what is that fear? Yeah. You know, what, what, you know, where's this coming from? What's, have you tried this before and it didn't work out or you tried it before and something did work out. And so you're looking at sort of experiences, good and bad, like what didn't work, what did work Mm -hmm. and, and what's getting in your way. Right. 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 So it's sort of full circle. And I, I hope we're not confusing people, but I, um, I don't think so. I, well, I, I too hope we're not confusing people, but I need to, I, that's, that's the part I need to, to see like balancing the, you know, my initial gut reaction is one thing. Like, uh, sure, I see. Let's say, you know, I have a project at work that I know is important yeah, to my business. You know, I'm a freelancer. I know to grow my business, I have to take on certain things. And I I have a, I have a, a gut feeling of how important this is. But when you really start to peel back the onion about why then have I not taken action on it? Why then, when I do take action on it, I can't sit and focus on it? Uh, then you start to see that some of the underlying conditions for achieving this goal are not easy for me to achieve, right? They're not easy for me to handle because A, I'm, I'm scared of success. B, I can't keep myself organized. C, I can't, uh, I don't have the resources to take it on. D, you know, these are all things I've run into in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and I think being able to separate those two things as you're directing here, I think is a, is an important part of making it to the other side of taking on hard things. Mm-hmm. Well, because really what happens, and this happens so often, is that the desire for the goal, how much you value the goal, is really high. But the belief that you can actually do it is low. Right. So we've got to close that gap. This is the lottery conundrum, right? It's like, yeah. I really believe, uh, I, I really want to win the lottery, but I believe that, that, that the I odds are very low that right. I will actually win the lottery. Well, and honestly, if I was coaching you, (laughs) I would, all of those things that you said I can't do, I would ask that we explore why you feel like you can't. Exactly. Well, and that's what makes me, that's what it makes me think of. Like to really, again, back to that onion metaphor, to really look at, you know, Mm -hmm. once you start asking those questions, it's like a cascade of questions. You, it's a cascade of questions and you are challenging a belief system that you have probably have had for years. Yes, exactly. And that's power. I mean, that is literally one of the powers of coaching Yeah, is, is, is challenging those belief systems. And if you've never challenged them before, it's very easy to continue your life exactly the same way that it's always been. Yes. So you start peeling those, those layers back and you think, Oh, wait a minute. You know what? I, I do have time. And I can delegate this piece of it to somebody else because I don't know very much of it about this part. So I can delegate this. And I can learn about this other stuff that I really feel like I'll be good at. Right. And you know what? If I fail, it doesn't matter. I've let go of the outcome. 
And that's huge, I think, for yeah. any entrepreneur or anybody that's working on anything that's new or scary, is that if you can let go of the outcome and just and really just enjoy the journey of getting there and know that whatever happens, happens. And if it's successful, great. If it's not, you have so many learning experiences from this. It's unreal. Oh, that, that may be. I think you sort of buried the lead. Uh, letting go of the outcome may be the most important lesson that I, I have learned in this episode. That's really powerful stuff. I feel like we should end now. <laughs> like there should be some dramatic. Right. Maybe some, maybe a, a lion's yeah. roar. Yeah. It's tough though. And, and I will be the first to, to admit, I mean, I have a hard time with this myself. It's like, it is hard when you work on something so hard and you are putting yourself out there and to let go of that outcome is very difficult, but it's also very freeing. Uh, I think we should end there. Yeah. I think we should. I think we have to end there. I want to end there. Okay. (laughs) We're ending this show. This is, this is, uh, this is a great conversation. I hope other people get as much out of that that one as I did. Uh, that was very powerful. And, um, so you should go and listen to all the other more powerful stuff that we're talking about over at takecontroladhd.com. Subscribe to the show for free in iTunes. Make sure you don't miss a single episode or just listen to it right on the website. We don't care. We just love that you're hanging out with us. Uh, thank you so much everybody for joining us. We, on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete right and we'll catch you next week on taking control the adhd podcast